Welcome to Word Mission Church International Podcast. Now the Word with Paul Mensa Wood. Welcome into God's presence and join me in welcoming our online audience as well as our television audience. And we thank God for His goodness and His mercies. <laughs> um, but so let's mark our calendars for that. And then also, um, hope you enjoy the extra hour of sleep. Um, it's good. And, but the other side of it is that it's going to start getting darker sooner depending on where you are. So be prepared for that as well. There's a, <laughs> a plus and a minus to that. Um, but enjoy it. And then also, uh, let's put up, if we have, uh, let's welcome WMCI India. Amen. Amen. Put it up if you, if you have it available. This is Pastor Kumar. He's an uh, affiliate, there's an affiliate branch now actually in India, and they put it up this week. And put up the, the other pastors and uh, leaders as well. So they will host us when we go to India next year. Amen. So get ready. We are heading to India. 1.4 billion people, only 14% are Christians. We have a lot, a lot of job, a lot of work to do. Actually, Asia consists 60% of the world's population. If you add China, India, and some of the other nations, 60% of the world's population is in Asia. Amen. India is calling. We will be out there next year. Amen. By the grace of God. So let's pray for them. They are doing an awesome job. And uh, you know, you now have family in India. Amen. Pastor Kumar, God bless you, and all the folks out there. Amen. We are reaching the nations of the world by God's grace. And we will not stop till Jesus Christ comes. Amen. Or till we leave this place. That's the reason why we are here. Amen. Glory be to the name of the Lord. So we thank God for what he is doing. He'll host us with other leaders when we are there. Mark chapter 5. Let's get into our Bible lesson this morning. Mark chapter 5, verse 21. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Glory be to the name of the Lord. He says, and when Jesus, now when Jesus had crossed over again by boat to the other side, a great multitude gathered to him, and he was by the sea. And behold, one of the rulers of the synagogue came, Jairus by name, and when he saw him, he fell at his feet and begged him earnestly, saying, My little daughter lies at the point of death. Come and lay your hands on her that she may be healed, and she will live. So Jesus went with him, and a great multitude followed him and thronged him. And then a certain woman who had an issue of blood for 12 years interrupted Jesus while he was on his way to Jairus' house. Now, notice he says that he calls Jairus, thank you, Lord Jesus, he says, one of the rulers of the synagogues. That's significant because these people... Um, served in the synagogues. They did some of the, uh, the tasks in the synagogues. So his life revolved around the synagogues. And if you are a child of God, uh, our lives should revolve around the church. You see, the church of the Lord Jesus Christ is the, is the, very, is the most important entity on earth. Nobody, no entity on the earth can, through the word of God, Cause somebody who is not a child of God, somebody who is, may not even uh, um, be useful in society because they are deviant. 
Sometimes they end up in prison. We have prisoners sometimes reaching out. Only through the church of the Lord Jesus Christ can a life like that be changed. <laughs> Think about it. <laughs> so his mind, his life revolved around the synagogue. And I pray in the name of Jesus that our lives will revolve around the church of the Lord Jesus Christ as well. You see, uh, I was going to say this earlier. Uh, thank God he's brought it back to me. So let, let's, in this season, um, give us, we are blessed to feed people this Thanksgiving season and be a blessing to them. Amen. And as you do that, your name will never be on the list of poor people. Amen. But I pray in the name of Jesus. Uh, but you see, you can even feed the poor, the poor person. But no, no, no entity, the other organizations that can feed the poor. But nobody can take the poor man from not being a child of God to become a child of God. And really, to help the poor person, you can feed him. But till his nature gets changed, the greatest thing you can do for that person is to minister first the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. Feed him spiritually first. Only the church of the Lord Jesus can do that. So Jairus is a ruler of the synagogue. His life revolves around being in the synagogue. But you see, sometimes the fact that you are a child of God, the fact that you go to church, doesn't mean that you are exempt from the issues, everyday issues. Because the Bible says, we'll come back to Jairus, don't forget about him. John chapter 16, notice this, John chapter 16. Glory be to the name of the Lord. Verse 33, Jesus said, these things are spoken to you that in me you may have peace, in the world you will have tribulations, but be of good cheer, I have overcome the world. Are we still in the world? Yes. Is anybody living on Mars? Yes. No, 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 we are still here. <laughs> They're trying to get us there, right? <laughs> Very soon, you might be able to charter some, some equipment and then go to Mars and take a, a holiday and come back. But right now, you're still on planet Earth. Amen. <laughs> so Jesus, the fact that Jairus belongs to the synagogue, the fact that you go to church, Jesus says here, these things are spoken to you that in me you may have peace. When you look at the world, there's so much chaos, confusion. For wars, threats of wars, different things. But he says that Jesus is saying that in me you may have peace. In the world you have tribulations, you have tests, you have trials. The fact that you are a child of God doesn't mean that all these things, uh, you are exempt from these things. Or they don't happen. It's, it's, it, it, it says you have tribulations, tests, trials. But peace can only be found in Jesus. That is the good news that we bring this morning. Be of good cheer. I have overcome the world. Amen. And its ability to overcome you. You have tested your trials. So Jairus is in the synagogue. But here he has an issue. He has a problem. And when he has his problem, he knows where to take it. You see, notice when he has that issue, he doesn't complain. That's sometimes that's what we do. 
Lord, look at this year. Uh, nothing, has, nothing good has happened. Nothing has changed. <laughs> That's what the children of Israel did. The Bible says that they murmured and they complained. And he says that these things are written as an example for us. Let us not murmur and complain like they did. <laughs> Very important. That he says that, 1 Corinthians 10, 10, not complain as some, some of them also complained and were destroyed by the destroyer. 1 Corinthians 10, 10. So it's easy to look at what you don't have. Because for, for Jairus, the woman with the issue of blood came along. And you see, Jairus in his mind will say, look, woman, you are not at the point of death yet. Death yet. My child is at the point of death. But you don't hear a word of complaint from him. It's easy to look at what you don't have and complain and murmur. But this morning, you drove to church. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> This night, you slept in a warm place. Tomorrow, by the grace of God, you have a job to go to. But if you don't have a job, God will give you a job. <laughs> when you go home after church, you will have food to eat by the grace of God. But yet... He said, God, you haven't done anything for me. <laughs> Let us not murmur and complain like they did. But let's say, oh God, thank you for your mercy. Lord, thank you for your goodness. Lord, thank you for your kindness. Thank you, Lord, for what you have done, for how far you have brought me. In the mighty name of Jesus, the church of the Lord Jesus Christ is the place to be. This morning, to, I'm grateful to be a part of the body of Christ. I'm grateful to be alive today. Thank you for your provision. Thank you for your mercy. Thank you for your goodness. Thank you for your kindness. No matter the state that you're in, you're always better off than somebody else. <laughs> and the fact that you are alive is a testimony of God's goodness and kindness. And if you are alive, there is hope for you. I said, if you are alive, there is hope for you. I said, if you are alive, there is hope for you. I said, if you are alive, there is hope for you. I said, if you are alive, there is hope for you. The Bible says in Ecclesiastes chapter 9 verse 4, it says, but for him who is joined to all the living, there is hope. For a living dog is better than a dead lion. If you are joined to the living, there is hope. If you are alive, there is hope. Because the God of tomorrow is on your side. Because he lives, I confess tomorrow. Because he lives, fear is gone. I know, yes, I know, 
He holds the future, and I is worth a living just because He lives. Hallelujah! Somebody said, Pastor, I didn't know you could sing like that. <laughs> Believe it or not, I used to be in the choir. <laughs> I used to sing tenor. <laughs> I could sing <laughs> by the grace of God. Thank you, Lord Jesus, brother. It's all by God's grace. Amen. I'm not an Emmy Awards winner, but I can sing whenever I put myself to it. Oh, but because you are alive and because God is alive, there is hope for you. Somebody may be watching today and you are saying, Pastor, is there hope for me? Is there hope for my life? Is there hope for my marriage? Is there hope for my health? Is there hope for my finances? Oh, I can assure you by the word of the living God, there is hope for you. And if you trust in God, yield your light to him, your tomorrow will be all right. For him that is joined to the living, there is hope. Don't commit suicide. It's darker on the other side. Don't look at what you don't have and be depressed. Look at Jesus. And if you don't have Jesus, you can have him in your life. He says, in me you have peace. Peace can only be found in Jesus. Jesus wants to give you peace. The Bible says in Romans chapter 14, Thank you, Lord Jesus. Romans chapter 14, verse 17, he says, For the kingdom of God is not eating and drinking, but righteousness and peace and joy in the Holy Spirit. Maybe you find it difficult to sleep. Only God can give you peace. Darius knew where to go to find an answer. He came to Jesus. Peace is in the kingdom of God. You can only find peace in Christ. Thank God for the peace that I have in my heart. And you can have this peace as well. But you can only have peace. You see, if you look at the, look at the news all the time, you can easily lose your peace. Because the world is it's, it's full of tribulation. So keep your mind on Jesus. Notice what the Bible says. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Keep your mind on the Lord. Take your situation. Take your case to the Lord. Isaiah 26 verse 3 says, You will keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on you because he trusts in the Lord. Keep your mind on the Lord Jesus. So Jairus comes to Jesus. His child is almost at the point of death. You see, we are getting to the point in the world where the Bible says in Luke chapter 21, Luke chapter 21 verse 26, it says, Men's hearts filling them from fear and the expectation of those things which are coming on the earth for the powers of the heavens will be shaken. Men's heart failing for fear 
But Jairus comes to Jesus and Jesus gets interrupted by that woman. And the woman receives her healing, her wholeness, and then somebody comes in Mark chapter 5, verse 35, and says, while he was still speaking, some came from the ruler of the synagogue's house who said, your daughter is dead. Why trouble the teacher any further? And as soon as Jesus heard the word that was spoken, he said to the ruler of the synagogue, do not be afraid, only believe. Do not be afraid, only believe. And this morning, Jesus is saying to you, do not be afraid, only believe. What is causing your heart to fail? If you have a heart failure, that's a serious situation. You're gone. Man's heart failing them for fear. See, fear can paralyze you. Can stop you from moving forward. Oh, but in the name of the Lord Jesus, do not be afraid. Only believe. Believe in the Lord Jesus. Jairus could have said to the woman, woman, look, you are not about to die. Don't bother the master. Why? You leave him, let, me go, let him go take care of my child. You have an issue of blood, but at least you are alive. A living dog is better than a dead lion. You could have quoted that scripture, that's that woman. <laughs> if a lion can be the strongest animal, I mean, do so many things, but if he's dead, he's dead, he's gone. But the dog, if it's living and it's around, it can, it can, it can help you out. <laughs> he did not complain. He did not say anything. Notice when Jesus said to him, actually, while he was still speaking, Jesus said, he said somebody came and said, your daughter is dead. Why trouble the master any feel? I mean, at that point, he said, he's gone. It, leave her alone. But Jesus said, do not be afraid, only believe. And if you read the account, we don't hear another word from Jairus. Somebody will say, oh, this condition, pastor, you don't know. It's gone way, it's way out there. Cannot be recovered. A relationship, my academic work, my health, my finances. Look, the year is coming to an end and I don't know what, what's going to happen. Look at all that is happening in the world. But thank God, with Jesus, nothing is impossible. And thank God for Psalm 65, verse 11. He says, he crowns the year with his goodness, with his loving kindness. And your parts drip with abundance. God saves the best for the last. I said God saves the best for the last. Nothing has gone too far for God to intervene. Your daughter is dead. Don't trouble the master any further. Jesus responds and says, do not fear, only believe. That means stop the fear and stop it now. His words that he spoke in the beginning 
Sometimes we, we, it's called a point of contact. That is his faith. That look, Jesus, come and lay your hands on my child that she may be laid, she may be healed. And she will live, verse 23. So that's what he believes. If I can get Jesus into my house and he lays his hands on my daughter, she'll be healed. So Jesus, in other words, is saying to him, that's his point of contact. This is, let, let me explain that. You see, when you have water available in your house, by the grace of God, when you go to your house, you turn on the faucet and then water flows. Your faucet is your point of contact with the water. We have light in this room. There's power flowing. If you don't believe it, you touch a live wire and, and, and you know that there's power there. <laughs> you get a revelation. <laughs> there's power in this room. <laughs> it's flowing. It's available. It's coming from the power company. The power. Our point, your point of contact with the power is the switch. When you switch it on, then the power flows. You have power available in your car, your key, or the button that you press to start the car is your point of contact to the power in the car. Now, Jesus is walking around with the power. Jairus believes in Jesus. His point of contact with the power is come and lay your hands on my child and she will be, she'll, she'll be healed. That woman in the same account, her point of contact with the power is if I may touch, I will be healed. It's a very powerful spiritual principle. The power of God is available. But these people decide how they want to contact the power. And for the power to flow. So whatever level of faith you are to contact the, and, and the power of God, Jesus in his loving care accommodate us. So his faith is come and lay your hands on my child and she will be healed. Jesus said, don't let go of your point of contact. Hold on to it. Do not be afraid. Only believe. I know that you've heard the news that your daughter is already dead. But thank God I am the resurrection and the life. Hold on to your point of contact. Don't let it go. He didn't say another word. He just followed him. That's another lesson. Follow Jesus. I said follow Jesus. Amen. I said follow Jesus. Amen. I said follow Jesus. Follow Jesus. Like Jairus, follow Jesus. All the days of your life, make a decision right now that I will follow Jesus. I will follow Jesus. I know the world flows in a direction away from, from Jesus. But follow Jesus. I said follow Jesus. I said follow Jesus. I said follow Jesus. No matter what anybody else does, I will follow Jesus. I like what the psalmist of old says. He says in Psalm 63 verse 8, My soul follows hard after you. Your right hand full upholds me. Follow Jesus. 
follow Jesus. Follow Jesus. Do like Joshua in his house. He said, look, you people, I don't know what you have, you have decided to do, but as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. The psalmist of all said, my soul follows hard after you. Lord, in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus, even only one person in the world is going to serve you. I am going to be the one that serves the Lord. My soul follows hard after the Lord. As for me and my house, we have decided that we will follow the Lord. Oh my Lord and my God, in the name of Jesus. I don't know what everybody else has decided, but my soul follows hard after the Lord. As for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. Jairus, just follow Jesus. If you say fear not only believe, I am following hard after you. I need peace in my house. Oh. Sometimes things may be, and something happens and interrupts your peace. But thank God Jesus is the Prince of Peace. Just make that decision to follow the Lord. Oh, I like what the Bible says in Exodus. Thank you, Lord Jesus, chapter 14. Because you will only see the hand of the Lord. When you get to that place of stillness, when you get to that place where you say, oh Lord, take over from here. Exodus 14, 14. The Lord will fight for you and you shall hold your peace. The Lord will fight for you and you will hold your peace. Be committed to following the Lord. You, you see, it's, 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 it's easy to, to worry. But you see, worry doesn't change anything. It's easy to fear, but fear doesn't change anything. It actually opens the door to the enemy. So he says, stop the fear. Hold on to your faith. You've come to Jesus with what you want to see happen. 1 Peter chapter 5 verse 7 says, Casting all your care upon him, for he cares for you. Casting all your care upon him, for he cares for you. Be still and know that I am God, the Bible says. You see, let's say, for instance, you are leaving your home for Thanksgiving break, Christmas break, or, or you are, you're about to leave, and then you give your dog to a caretaker. <laughs> While you are gone, the caretaker has the dog, and you don't have the dog. So when he says, cast your care upon him, for he cares for you. When you cast your care upon the Lord, he has the care and you don't have it. So long as you have, this is very important. So long as you have the care, he doesn't have it. So he cannot take care of it. While you are tossing around in your bed, unable to sleep, he doesn't have the care. But when you have the care, when he has the care, 
Somebody said that's irresponsible. <laughs> that's actually spiritually responsible because the care is going to weigh you down. And the care won't change anything. The worry won't change anything. So he says, be still and know that I am God. Hold your peace. I will fight for you. You've come to a crossroad like this, the children of Israel. You come to the Red Sea. You've come to an impossible situation. You've come to a place like Jeremiah's. Hold on to this verse. Psalm 46 verse 10. Be still and know that I'm God. When you receive his peace, when you get to that place, we say, Lord, I've done everything I know to do. Sometimes we haven't, but we say that. <laughs> oh, Lord, I'll still hold on to you. I'll still trust in you. It will keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on the Lord. My mind wants to just drift away from you and try to find a solution to the issue without, God, without you. But our Lord, I know that the answer in you, even if I made a mistake, the answer comes from you and I look to you. I will keep my mind on you. I will keep my mind on your word. Concerning my children, my grandchildren, my marriage, every area of my life, Lord, is in your hands. I keep my mind on you. Lord, you care for me like no other. My life is in your hands. You created me. You have a plan. You have a purpose. And I know that with the temptation, with the tests, you will show me the way out. God will show you the way out. I said God will show you the way out. God will show you the way out. God will show you the way out. For there has no temptation taking you that has come, which is not common to man. Sometimes you think that your case, the issue that you have, is a special case. <laughs> Nothing can be done about it. But not with Jesus. With the test, with the trial, he will show you the way out when you look to him. Don't fear. Only believe. And as you believe, thank God, thank God, thank God, he will show you the way out. Jairus, and to you as well, he says, do not fear. Only believe. And as you believe, 
thank God he shows you the way out. Somebody saying, Pastor, are you sure? <laughs> you have not been worse off sometimes than me. <laughs> I'm sure. I know what I'm talking about. God will come through for you. I say God will come through for you. 1 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 13. He says that, No temptation has overtaken you except such as is common to man. Solomon said, There is nothing new under the sun. It's common to man. Oh, but I like this. But God is faithful. Somebody say, God is faithful. Who will not allow you to be tempted beyond what you are able, but with the temptation will also make the way of escape that you may be able to bear it. Somebody say, thank you, Jesus. He will show you the way out. With the temptation comes the way out. That's why Jesus was saying, look, in the world you have tribulation, but no problem. I have overcome the world. In me you have peace. I pray the same peace I have in my heart, God will give it to you. <laughs> it can only come from Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. It's easy sometimes to even get offended at God. But I pray that you will not get offended at God. Because really, uh, the, the, the one who is going to help you, if you get offended at him, who is losing out, God or you? You're the one losing out. Notice what the Bible says in Psalm 119, verse 165. He says, great peace has those who love your law, and nothing causes them to stumble, or nothing will offend them. Even if God didn't do, doesn't do anything else for you again, he's giving you Jesus, the greatest gift of all. But thank God that with Jesus, he freely gives us all other things. If he did not withhold his one and only son, but give him freely to us, how will he not, in addition to him, freely give us everything else. <laughs> Somebody say thank God for Jesus. Jesus. Romans 8.32 If he spared not his own son Romans 8.32 This will give you hope. But deliver him up for us all. How shall he not with him also freely give us all things. That's a good father. He had only one son. And he did not withhold his son. But give him to us. How would he not in addition to his son. Freely give you all things. So the thing that you are weeping over. The answer is in Jesus. Freely. Give us. All things. So don't be offended at God. He's trying to help you. I say he's trying to help you. Amen. I say he's trying to help you. Amen. I say he's trying to help you. 
He wants to take you from where you are to where you are supposed to be. And in the name of Jesus, you will live to see another year. You will live to see the goodness of God. Before the year wraps up, God will show himself strong on your behalf. The Bible says he makes all things beautiful in his time. But like Darius, you have to stop the fear. In Matthew chapter 16, verse 26, Matthew 14, verse 26, we see Jesus. Verse 26, Matthew 14, 26, when the disciples saw him walking on the sea, they were troubled, saying, it is a ghost, and they cried out for fear. But immediately Jesus spoke to them saying, be of good cheer. It is I do not be afraid. Some way, somehow God wants us to get, get this this morning. Do not be afraid. It is I. Jesus never brings you a message of fear. <laughs> it's like that, what, that, that little boy, he had this line in the, in, in, in the, in the kids' play. Uh, do not be afraid, it is I. And when you got up there, he rehearsed it and rehearsed it and rehearsed it and rehearsed it. When he got up there, he forgot his line and he said, uh, it is I, I am alone and I am afraid. <laughs> Don't forget your lies. <laughs> I'm the only one up here and I'm afraid. <laughs> no, Jesus is saying to you, it is I do not be afraid. <laughs> Thank you, Lord Jesus. So follow Jesus very closely. Let's see what happened in the life of Jairus. Let's see what happens. He's here, here when he said, Jesus said, do not be afraid. He said to Peter, come on the water. But a miracle started in the life of Peter, but it was not consummated. Why? He lost his peace. He lost and he began to fear. The Bible says, Matthew 4, 14, 30, he says, but when he saw, that's what causes us to fear, that the wind was boisterous, he was afraid, and beginning to sink, he cried out, Lord, save me. And if you trace back, if you look back, the times that you start sinking, the times that you start slipping is when you take your eyes off Jesus and you put it on something else. That's why I say you keep him in perfect peace. His mind is stayed on him. When he saw the wind boisterous, up to that point, he was walking on the water. What are walking? Sometimes you criticize Peter for sinking. But you haven't walked on water before, have you? At least he took some steps. <laughs> so don't criticize the other person until you've done better than they, you, they've done. But he started sinking. Somebody say, Pastor, I'm sinking. I don't know if I can make it. Take your eyes off that circumstance and fix it on Jesus. What's going to happen in this world? <laughs> I, was, I, was, I, was, I, was, I was I was I was saying the other day that do you know that during the time of World War II people thought that <laughs> what's going on here? You see, the, all the signs that point to the coming of Jesus have been fulfilled. 
But in the midst of everything else, keep your eyes on Jesus. Do not fear. Do not fear. You start sinking when you take your eyes off Jesus. Concerning any area, what you focus on shows up in your life. A miracle started in the life of Peter, but it wasn't consummated. But thank God he cried out. He quickly switched. Lord, save me. If you are sinking in water, three words is enough. Any more words, you probably your head will be down. I pray in the name of Jesus. Jesus is saying to someone this morning, I am here to lift you up. I am here to deliver. You follow me. You look to me. You start sinking, let me repeat it again, when you take your eyes off Jesus. You start sinking when you stop walking in the light of God's word that you know to walk in. So sometimes you have to retrace your steps. Like Peter, Lord save me. Quickly switch, Lord. Show me where I may have missed it. Show me where I may have taken my eyes off of you. You are my confidence. My trust is in you. Show me what to do. And thank God he's faithful and he shows us. He will keep him. You see, peace actually is a product of your knowledge of the word of God. Let's wrap up with that. Second Peter chapter 1. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Oh, I love the Lord. Second Peter chapter 1 verse. He says, grace and peace be multiplied to you in the knowledge of God and of Jesus our Lord. The grace and peace is multiplied according to knowledge. The knowledge of God that you have. And of Jesus our Lord. Grace and peace be multiplied to you. So the knowledge of God, the, the more that you know about God, his word. And you hold on to him. Peace is multiplied to you. May that peace be yours. In the mighty name. Of the Lord Jesus Christ. But sometimes we, we, we. Bring pressure. On ourselves. By taking the wrong steps. But I pray you will not. Miss your steps. So beware. Of minding things that are too high for you. Psalm 131 verse 1. He talks about this. <laughs> Psalm 131 verse 1. He says. My, my, I, like, I like it in the class, classic in James. He says. That Lord my heart is not haughty. Nor my eyes lofty. Neither do I exercise myself in great matters. Or in things too high for me. Things too high for me. <laughs> Sometimes you buy things on credit or you go take a mortgage or a rent. The thing is too high. Before you sign the document, you know that this one. <laughs> this is this is sleepless night right there. <laughs> <laughs> so don't put 
don't exercise your things in too, things too high for you. <laughs> my Lord and my God. <laughs> the Bible says in Proverbs 21, verse 16, The man that wanders out of the way of understanding shall remain in the congregation of the dead. He that loves pleasure shall be a poor man. He that loves wine and oil shall not be rich. So if you put the pleasure ahead of the labor, you are still setting up yourself for pressure. It rhymes, right? Let's repeat that again. <laughs> if you put the pleasure ahead of the labor, you are setting yourself up for pressure. This person is saying that, look, he loves pleasure. He'll be a poor person. <laughs> he loves wine and oil. He shall not be rich. Somebody said these words in the Bible. Yeah, I didn't write them. They are there. <laughs> he says, these are words of wisdom. Let's take these nuggets. Proverbs 24, 27. Prepare thy work without and make it fit for thyself in the field and afterwards build your house. The work comes first before. The labor comes before. <laughs> Prepare your work without and make it fit for thyself in the field afterwards, then build your house. So if we put the pleasure ahead the lay before the labor, then the pressure comes. You'll be pressure free in Jesus' name. Amen. You'll be pressure free in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you, Lord Jesus. But let's go back to Jairus. Let's wrap up with him. Soon Jesus got to the house when he did not fear, when he believed. And his point of contact was still intact. Jesus brought the child back from the dead. When he came to Jesus at first, he was at the point of death. At some point, the condition got worse. But he still held, held on to Jesus. He did not complain. Look, I serve in the synagogue. I said in the church, look at all the things that have happened to me. Look, from the beginning of the year. Oh, no, 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 none of that. And Jesus gave him a miracle. I see Jesus moving on your behalf today. Jesus threw all the unbelievers out. He said, get, get them out of here. They were just, they were just mocking him. Jesus said the child is sleeping. Because from God's standpoint, no problem. <laughs> no problem. It's like sleep. We just bring it out of sleep. But what is it that is slipping out of your hands? Do you feel like you are sinking? Do you feel hopeless? Are you even at the point of committing suicide? Jesus is on your side. When you cry out to him, like Peter, like Jairus, others in the Bible, he will save you. He will deliver you. It's not too late for the master. I see God turning around your life. I see God turning around your family. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Hold on to the Lord. Hold on to the master. 
My God, my God. Let's pray. Thank you, Lord Jesus. The presence of God is here. The same peace that is here, the same peace can be yours. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Maybe you got yourself in a fix. <laughs> ah, my God, Jesus will deliver you. He will help you. It may, it may take some time, but you have to work with him. Keep following him. Oh, but no matter what it is, in me you have peace. In the world you have tests, you have trials, tribulations. But be of good cheer, I have overcome the world. I have overcome the world. I have overcome the world. With the temptation, he will show you the way out. We trust this podcast was a blessing. Subscribe for more messages like these. If you receive Jesus as your Lord and Savior today, we would love to hear from you. Email us at info at wordmissionchurchinternational.org. We will love to equip you in daily walk. So sign up for devotionals and encouragement at www.wordmissionchurchinternational.org. You may reach us at 719-235-5535.